Detail from the Tower of Babel by Peter Bruegel, 1563. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1-1. Is there any good news? That was a text a friend sent me a few months back. My answer to him was something like, not really. As Christian, I know full well that there is good news in the Gospel of Jesus Christ, that all who believe in Him are justified and accepted as righteous in the sight of God. That promise never changes no matter what the headlines say. But if we look strictly at the headlines concerning the events of the day, there has been very little good news at all for nearly a year and a half. In truth, the bad news has been pouring in for a long time, but it seems to have gone next level since early 2020. The COVID hoax, I say hoax not in the sense that no one died of COVID-19, but in the sense that the wildly overstated danger of this disease was used to crush political, economic and religious liberty in what appears to be a worldwide orchestrated event to centralize power among the globalist elite, the BLM hoax, we've been lectured for what seems like forever that America is hopelessly racist and that racist police unfairly target black Americans, but there is little evidence to support these statements and much to contradict them, yes, Black Americans have higher rates of incarceration than other groups but that is because of the uncomfortable fact that they commit a wildly disproportionate amount of violent crime, and the 2020 election hoax, we were told in no uncertain terms that the 2020 presidential election was the most secure in history, while at the same time anyone who pointed out glaring irregularities in the election was dismissed as a QAnon conspiracy theorist and deplatformed from social media, all worked together to make 2020 a uniquely depressing year for those of us who love our liberty and truth and the knock-on effects of those hoaxes are still with us in 2021 and likely will continue to be with us in the foreseeable future. At the very least, these hoaxes are examples of false witness-bearing, a violation of the Ninth Commandment. Which law, although not formally committed to writing at the time of the events in Genesis 1-11, was nevertheless in effect. The three hoaxes listed above are certainly not the only hoaxes Americans are subjected to daily. We must not omit the transgender hoax in which we taught to accept that men really can become women and women really can become men. And if you don't believe it, well, very bad things are in store for you. And we're not yet done with hoaxes. As if all the above weren't enough, now the major news networks are pushing UFOs. It's almost as if there's a concerted effort to distract people. The root cause of our troubles. I mentioned in the first installment of this series that I intended it to be a root cause analysis of our contemporary confusion about so many political and economic issues. It is the view of this author that the confusion has come about due to our rejection of the Lord's counsel and the substitution of our own in place of it. It is not my intention to recap everything written over the prior 11 installments of this series, but just by way of example let's consider a simple question, what is marriage? It used to be universally understood the joining of a man and a woman and for the purpose of founding and maintaining a family. But in the year of our Lord 2021, there are a good many people who think marriage can be legitimately be between two men or two women. One supposes a society so confused on this point likely will come up with further perversions of marriage in the near future. But as Genesis clearly teaches, marriage is, in fact, between a man and a woman as the infallible and inerrant scriptures clearly teach in Genesis 2 23, 24 and elsewhere. If Americans, and citizens of other formerly Christian Western nations, cannot get something simple such as the definition of marriage right, what hope is there for them to answer more difficult questions? In Jeremiah, the Lord complains about His people saying, They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. It seems that much the same thing can be said about 21st century Americans and Westerners more generally. And why is it that we have no knowledge to do good? Because we have rejected the faith of our Protestant forefathers and embraced the old satanic lie, yea, hath God said. Yes, he hath said, but we won't hear it, because, 
after all, everyone in our technologically advanced 21st century just knows that Genesis 1-11 is really a collection of ahistorical, superstitious myths designed to repress us and to keep us from reaching our full potential as human beings. Do you not yet know that America is destroyed? In Exodus, a recalcitrant pharaoh was asked by his counselors, seemingly in amazement at his stubborn heart and lack of discernment, do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? But Pharaoh did not know. Indeed he could not know, because God had hardened Pharaoh's heart that God might show his power in the king of Egypt's destruction and that the Lord's name might be proclaimed in all the earth. I think much the same question can be asked of 21st century Americans, do you not yet know that American is destroyed? Our cities are burned with fire. Lawlessness is everywhere. Our much vaunted and extraordinarily expensive military hasn't won a war in 76 years despite constant conflicts in the years following World War II. Our financial system is on the verge of collapse. American culture is an embarrassment to anyone, even a non-Christian, with any sense of morality. Promiscuity, vulgarity and homosexuality are not merely tolerated, but celebrated. Our borders are being invaded by migrants invited by our own government. Not only does no one in a position of power do anything to stop the invasion. They continue to encourage it. Our corporations, schools, universities, churches, and military have adopted the racist, anti-white philosophy of critical race theory and are proceeding apace to brainwash the nation with this philosophical poison. Those who won't be brainwashed are berated for their supposed white supremacy. The stench of corruption from the very top of society has never been stronger and the descendants of the founding stock of the American nation find themselves a despised and disrespected people in their own country that was founded by their forefathers. How could this nightmare scenario come about? Maybe, just maybe, it has something to do with our unbelief. In Deuteronomy, the Lord clearly laid out the blessings and curses that would attend to Israel depending on whether the nation kept the covenant. In Deuteronomy 28:13, we read, And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. But God also makes clear the penalty of disobedience. In Deuteronomy 28 43, 44 we read, The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him, he shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. American Protestants have largely turned their back on their godly heritage and embraced the lie. Is it any wonder, then, that our civilization is in an advanced state of decomposition? You can smell the rot. It's overpowering. Indeed, you'd have to be willfully blind to miss it. But God is merciful and gracious. Humanly speaking, there is no way out of the mess that we have created for ourselves by our rejection of God's Word. But we know that God is merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. And because of this, sinners can come to Him in humble repentance and faith. As Jesus said, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Perhaps the Lord will still have mercy on the erring heirs of the Reformation in America and other Western nations. If He does, we will know it by the widespread preaching of and belief in the gospel of justification by faith alone, the rejection of the wisdom of men, and the earnest seeking of the whole counsel of God, some of which it has been the aim of this author to present in this series.